Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is John Lauder, host of The Cheap Seats. Thanks for listening to the following broadcast on Public House Media. This is Ryan Pierce, host of Completely Serious here on Public House Media. Thanks for listening to the following broadcast on Public House Media. Once you're done with this episode, I hope you'll come check out my show, Completely Serious, where we talk about sports and have fun with great guests. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes so you'll never miss an episode of Completely Serious. Thanks again for checking out the following broadcast on Public House Media. Hello everyone, it is No Filter Friday on Public House Media. Thanks for coming in. Who is already messing up my broadcast? No notifications, no notifications. It's Friday, we're filterless, and I am not on the road this week, so that means we get to have our hashtag no filter Friday steaming teacup. Do you see the steam? Do you see the steam coming off this cup? Because we are about to spill it, folks. Oh man, that's really hot. The tea that I'm drinking this week is uh, snarky tea. Snarky tea, drink your feelings. And this one I think is the Namaste tea. I think that's what, which this one is. Um, I'm not actually this highlighted today. I think it's my my ring lights really, 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 really turned up. I'm gonna um, turn it down a little bit because I don't. I feel like you should focus on my words and not the um, the gleam coming off my face. Let's see if that's any better. Um, still shiny, but you know, manageable. That's fine. Whatever. Cool. I apologize for last week. Thought I was gonna be able to get it together. And I couldn't. My flight got a little bit delayed and I landed at like noon or something, 11.30. And I immediately went to bed. And I thought, I'll be up to I'll be up to do an 8.30 show. I slept until like 11 o'clock at night and then I got up and said, oh my gosh, I've been sleeping this whole time. And then went back to bed and slept the next morning. Two weeks on the road, solid. <laughs> Messed me up this time. I went to Detroit, I went to Denver, I went to Florida. I went all over the place. It was a good time, but it was rough, man. Experienced many, many different seasons. Hang on, I'm gonna get email. Who is this? Who is it who is great? Wonderful. Talking to different publications about photo shoots and things this week. 
trying to make it happen. Let me take a second. Hello, person coming in. Let me take a second. Can I just share it from here? I don't think I can. Why can't I make it smaller and then share it? Let me try doing a different tab. See if I can do it from a different tab. Because I think, I think with as loaded as this episode is, I think it's important to share this one because I don't always do it. I don't always do a live share of the pod of the of the video. But I think this week's important because this week we are talking about Georgina Chapman, um, who is Harvey Weinstein's, I guess, soon to be ex-wife. Um, they have two kids together. They're like eight and five, so they have young kids. And it's been a real, a real doozy for good old Georgina Chapman. But how could it not be? And she's had some, she's had some roadblocks around the way. So let's take a second and share, share to a page. Which page shall we share to? And the page you manage on your timeline. Mm. Let's see if this works. Let's see. Let's double check. We need to double check. There we go. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. How fantastic. Okay, great. So we'll go back to our original window. So Georgina Chapman, for those of you who don't know, has been married to Hardy Weinstein for a while now. They have two kids. And more importantly, um, not that her kids are unimportant because they are, but more importantly, she has a line called Marteza with this woman, Karen Craig, and they're also backed by um, Donna Karen of Donna Karen and DKNY, um, which is the line that most people know. And Marquesa is they, all they do basically is all essentially is they just make gowns. They make really, really, really incredible gowns. Um, if you were to go to like, I know Neiman's carries it. I know Neiman's carries Marquesa. Well, Neiman's, probably Barney's, uh, they carry Marquesa. And Marquesa got to be a thing let's be honest, um, because Harvey put up money to start it, and then Georgina and her partner designed things, and they have the backing, fashion-wise, of Don Karen. So I'm not saying this to be mean. I'm just saying it because it's true. Old Harvey Weinstein got them out of their clothes so Georgina, so Georgina Chapman can dress them, and it's made them a lot of money. It's given Georgina an entire career, along with this other lady, my hair is just crazy today. I might have to wash this. Anyway, um, given them an entire career, and then when the news broke on Harvey, um, Donna Karen immediately released a statement that was really dumb, and we'll probably read it later. Hello, hello, David. Sounds a little garbled. Ooh, thank you for telling me that. Maybe I will plug in headphones. How does it sound now? Does it sound better now? Yes or no? David, Aussie, how does it sound? 
with headphones in. Is it better? Because Aussie, as you know, my bedroom is the sounds of the 101 because that's where my bedroom face is. So let me know if it sounds any better. Hopefully it does. Yeah. Sounds great. Wonderful. Thank you for the feedback. Anyway, you sound clearer. Okay, well, it's up to you, David, because you're the one that uh, edits this for the podcast person. So whatever David wants, David gets. This is as best as I can do, I think, for now. Anywho, back to Georgina Chapman. So after Donna Karen releases a statement that was really dumb, um, Marquesa didn't necessarily shut its doors. They didn't stop production. They didn't stop, you know, fulfilling orders, but um, works for you. Okay, great. Um, they canceled their shows at New York Fashion Week, and during award show season, they didn't dress anybody. They did not lend gowns to anyone, um, which was probably for the best. I mean, the red carpet was already buzzing about news from Harvey. It would be really awkward to ask somebody what's, you know, ask somebody what's going on or what they feel about things or what have you when they were standing there in a Marquesa gown. That would not have gone over well, I don't think, in my opinion. Um, so that was probably a good move on their part. Um, they probably took a hit financially, that's for sure, but if they're still fulfilling orders, why not? <clears throat> From the first couple days that this news broke on Harvey to the rest of the world, all of, all of, all of Hollywood knew, um, obviously, uh, I was like, oh, that's interesting. What's what's going to happen with Georgina Chapman and what's going to happen with Marquesa because it was at the time it was just a joke that Harvey got them out of their clothes and Georgina dressed, you know, got them back into them. But from what we're hearing now from these, uh, new murmurings, um, maybe that wasn't a joke. Maybe that was a harsh reality. So this week was also the Met Gala the most holy day in fashion. Um, and Scarlett Johansson wore Marquesa, which is amazing. She looked great. She looked fabulous. It was a classic Marquesa cut and color and trims, like the whole thing. It was definitely, uh, definitely a Marquesa look through and through. Let's see if I can pull up. Maybe it'll make it bigger. She looked kind of older here, though. Anyway, that's the top of the gown that Scarlett Johansson wore. And honestly, her face does not look great here. That hair and makeup combo is not ScarJo friendly. Um, but anyway, so Scarlett Johansson wore Marquesa on May 7th, which was Tuesday, the first Tuesday in May, oh no, Monday, the first Monday in May, um, which of course reignited this conversation about Georgina. And in my opinion, it's taken a long time to finally get to this conversation with Georgina, but I'm sure she's not, I mean, I have sympathy for the lady, like, whether she knew or didn't know, like, having your husband running around doing all this stuff and you have two small kids at home and 
uh, responsibilities to worry about. Like I, I can't be even begin to how you would to think of how you would deal with it, let alone make it through to the other side. So I'm going to read you an excerpt from this Washington Post story um, where she said that Georgina Chapman said she was never suspicious of a strange Harvey Weinstein. Let's see if I can find the quote. So there's been like levels to this. Um, a few weeks ago, um, Anna Winter of Vogue said that. Um, so after the after the um, the Met Gala, Anna Wintour said that Johansson, Scarlett Johansson wearing the dress was, you know, a great gesture of support when she did the Late Show with Stephen Colbert on Wednesday. And then she also added, Georgina is a brilliant designer, and I don't think she should be blamed for her husband's behavior, said Wintour, who's also the organizer of the Met Gala, um, which is true. Like. Georgina was not out here raping or sexually assaulting anybody as far as we know, but you know, it was Harvey that got accused of these things, not Georgina. So regardless of her husband's reputation or his actions or et cetera, she didn't do those herself. He did. <clears throat> and she's like such a gorgeous lady. So he was cheating on that by assaulting people just so we're clear. Um, so Georgina Chapman gave an interview for the, what's going to be the June issue of Vogue. Um, Georgina told Vogue she never suspected her husband of wrongdoing. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. She, she said never. There was a part of me that was terribly naive, clearly so naive. She said at another point tearfully, I have moments of rage. I have moments of confusion. I have moments of disbelief. And I have moments when I just want to cry for my children. What are their lives going to be? What are people going to say to them? She said that she lost 10 pounds in five days after allegations about Weinstein surfaced in investigative pieces. In the New York Times and the New Yorker, Gwyneth Paltrow, Angelina Jolie, and Ashley Judd were among addresses making accusations soon after the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences expelled Weinstein, whose films have won numerous Oscars. I had what I thought was a very happy marriage, Chapman told Vogue. I loved my life. She said she kept a low profile after the allegations surfaced because she was hurt, humiliated, and protective of her, of the couple's children, India 7 and Dashiel 5. She canceled her fashion show and didn't offer gowns during award show season. We didn't feel it was appropriate. And she was 100% correct. All the women who have been hurt deserve dignity and respect, so I want to give it time to give it the time it deserves and apparently oh hello hello Brittany thanks for coming in um apparently Alyssa Milano in December was on Megan Kelly today and said that Chapman was an amazing woman Milano and Chapman worked together on project runway all-stars Milano support of Chapman swiftly drew critics Rose McGowan of course she was gonna come up um, a Weinstein accuser and Milano's co-star on the show Charmed. Oh yeah, that's right. They work together. I didn't even think about that. Um, said Milano's support of Chapman made her want to vomit. Ironically, it was an October tweet from Milano urging women who had been sexually harassed or assaulted to write me too. 
that helped jumpstart the movement soon after the hashtag MeToo surged. Um, so while uh, Alyssa Milano was on the show, she said, she goes through very dark times, Milano said of Chapman on the show. She's very sad. This is not easy for her, but no doubt that not only will she come out at the other side of this, but she deserves to. She's a good woman. And then Scarlett Johansson said of why she wore my case at this time around. I wore my case because their clothes make women feel confident and beautiful, Johansson said in a statement to Variety. And it's my pleasure to support a brand created by two incredibly talented and important female designers. So that's the important stuff for now. However, we're going to scroll back and we're going to talk about um, this other little blurb that's further up in the article, but I thought I would flip it around just for um, linear sake. Um, okay, when, when Weinstein fell from grace, so too did the desire for Hollywood delete to be seen in Marquesa gowns. There were gossip stories and social media squawkers speculating that Chapman must have speculated or known about her husband's alleged behavior. In October, for example, Felicity Huffman, Felicity Huffman a desperate, desperate housewives, told the Hollywood Reporter that Weinstein once threatened her career if she refused to wear a Marquesa dress. Um, and then there's another thing in here that talks about Jessica Chastain. Where'd you go, Jessica? Mm, let me see if I can find it somewhere else. But Oh, and Lindsay's here. Hello, Lindsay. So it doesn't surprise me. Like, there's no designer that gets that big that fast, especially in the gown space, like dressing people for red carpets without some major, major help. Like, it's just not a thing. Like, you just can't. People, and not only that, but like, hang on, let me keep it one space at a time. Getting, uh, dressing celebrities for the red carpet. Um, it's not a joke. It's very expensive. Um, a lot of people, you know, require that they're paid to wear stuff. Um, unless you are, you know, BFFs with Karl Lagerfeld, like, and that's like, that designer is like your person. Um, most people get paid to wear stuff because it's such a good marketing move. And it's a bidding war. People throw all kinds of money at people to get them, especially during award show season, like when the whole world is watching, like, especially ladies, like guys in suits, eh, maybe. But for actresses or any ladies walking down big red carpets, like they're getting paid um, because they're making, you know, they're making an entire brand and more often than not, like, there's an agreement in place and if they're wearing couture um it's taken months and months and months to make and you know if that award show is in january or february or sometimes the oscars falls really late into march they're working on these things trying to get these deals in place in november so they can work on these gowns the entire time um it's it's an entire component of the business that we don't really talk about, but it's true. And the same thing goes for can like when you see people walking, cause cans going right now. Like when you see people walking down the red carpet and can that don't have a film in who don't even work in the film industry, AKA Bella Hadid. Um, and they're just walking up and down this red carpet, just trying to get a cover, just trying to get photos ran. Um, a designer paid them to go and to wear their, where they're gone on a carpet. 
It's a great business. It's wonderful. It's one of my favorite things about Can. But um, Jessica Chastain also said that um, for press tours for Weinstein films, like she was pressured into wearing Marquesa, which, granted, Jessica Chastain has a really incredible relationship with Chanel and a couple other designers because she's got such an ethereal face on her. Um, like Marquesa is beautiful. Like you shouldn't necessarily be, it's not about, you know, wanting to wear the dress or not, but when you have a relationship with another designer or you have a designer that's going to pay you $25,000, to wear something on top of end up with this piece of couture that was made for you in Paris um, is one of the few perks of this business. So we all knew that, you know, making Marquesa what it was required some uh, massaging from Harvey himself, but I didn't, I didn't think that he was threatening anybody to wear it because it is so gorgeous. Like I've never worn Marquesa for anything, but I've tried it on a few times and it's, oh, it's amazing. It's so good. Like, especially like a really like flowy, jeweled, you know, ruffly feminine gown, Marquesa. Oh, so good. It is amazing. Um, apparently after Georgina left, she went to go kick it with David Oyelowo, which is an interesting, uh, choice, but maybe it's not. I haven't read this article yet, so this will be a fun thing to read together. Because how she ended up on his couch, who knows? Maybe they're very good friends. Okay. So this is from May 10th. A surprising person came to Georgina Chapman's aid after decades of sexual assault harassment allegations against her husband, Harvey Weinstein, rocked the world. The fashion designer, 42, is profiled for the first time since the scandal in Vogue, where Selma actor David Oyelowo, her friend of 25 years, oh wow, they've known each other for a long time, reveals he let her escape to his home in Lo his Los Angeles home. I kind of found myself in the first responder capacity, Oyelowo said in the article, my wife and I were right there with her two kids, and this catastrophe was folding, unfolding in real time across the globe. Literally your worst nightmare in terms of a marriage, in terms of the future of your kids and your business, and none of this was your own doing, and yet you were entirely lumped into it. Yes, David Oyelowo, that is a really great way to put it. He continues about his close friend. The thing that was the most difficult to witness was that she quite literally took the stance of not going out there and defending herself because there was just too much white noise and too much bile headed in her general direction. She felt, how dare I raise my head and say, oh, by the way, I'm suffering too. That is a fair sentiment and that is a very um, self-aware thing to say. The two met when Chapman was 18 and was checking out a college to attend in Northern England when she bumped into Oyelowo. Though neither ended up enrolling in the college's drama program, they stayed in touch as their prospective careers began to blossom. 
Chapman even invited the British actor to meet Weinstein when the two were dating. Chapman and Weinstein married in 2007 and have two children together, seven and four. Seven and five, get it right, Google. I was in my car on Mulholland Drive and I got a call from George. Owello said, he said, or recalled, she said, come to Shutters on the beach. If you have a scandal on your head, Shutters is not the place to go. Although beautiful, and they have a fantastic crew to tape plate, maybe not the place to go. I want you to meet my new boy. Oh, okay, this was back in the day. I want you to meet my new boyfriend. George was there. And the very famous producer, Harvey Weinstein, was there. I was still waiting for the boyfriend to emerge until it sort of became evident. Oh, this is who she met. And I will be 100% honest with you. I was very skeptical. But as time went on, they got as they got married, had children, there was no way of denying that it was a genuine couple. On October 10th, Chapman announced she was leaving Weinstein after 11 years of marriage in light of his sexual misconduct allegations. My heart breaks for all of the women who have suffered, she said in a statement to People. In January, a source told People that Weinstein will pay out an estimated 15 to 20 million to the designer per their a, a divorce agreement. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Although I'm kind of surprised it's not more than that. Chapman and Weinstein have not filed in court despite reaching the settlement. The producer has been accused of sexual misconduct by over 60 since the New York Times and the New Yorker documented decades of alleged sexual misconduct and sexual assault involving a number of women in detailed Pulitzer Prize winning articles in October. The spokesperson for Weinstein previously told people in a statement that any allegations of non-consexual sex are unequivocally denied by Mr. Weinstein. Mr. Weinstein has further confirmed that there was never any acts of retaliation against women for refusing his advances. Well, we all know that's a lie, but good job, Mr. Lawyer person. So, if you would have asked me who took in Georgina Chapman after this ordeal, David Yellowell would not be um, even in my top 50, but okay, cool, great. She had a soft landing place. That is wonderful. Good for her. And the thing with the, okay, so we're going to circle back to this Met Ball Scarlett Johansson situation. So the Met Gala, if you don't know, is the Metropolitan Metropolitan uh, Costume Museum's uh, gala on the first Monday in May, and it is put on um, by Anna Winter, who is the current editor-in-chief of Vogue. Um, before her, it was Diana Vreeland of Harper's Bazaar. It changes depending on, you know, the decade, et cetera. Anyway, um, it's very expensive to go to the Met Gala. I think it's like twenty-five or $30,000 a plate. Um, and people pay that. Just regular people that are New Yorkers or costume enthusiasts or, you know, people from around the world that want to attend the gala. They pay the money for their seats and they dress however it is that they dress and then they go. Um, the way celebrities end up being there is that they are dressed by a celebrity and a designer, or they're dressed by a designer. They're paid for and dressed by a designer. So, um, Sarah Jessica Parker used to go with Alexander McQueen uh, when he, he was alive. Um, so McQueen would pay to pay for SJP's entrance and then dress her and pay for his own and whoever else they had going. 
as a representation of that designer. Um, there's other people that, oh, Patricia's here. Hello, Patricia. Uh, so this year, Scarlett Johansson had her ticket paid for by Marquesa. So Marquesa's getting back in the fashion game um, by having Scarlett, by having anyone wear it anywhere. Um, but the Met, the Met Ball uh, with Scarlett Johansson is a um, is a doozy, and it is a, it's they're they're jumping back into the market feet first, and that's that's good for them because if it was just some garbage collection, I would say, oh, whatever, screw it, fine. But um, Marquesa is really does it's amazing stuff, so. They were right to cancel their New York Fashion Week shows. They were right to keep their nose out of award show season and keep their head down and stay in their sewing rooms and focus on the next year. But this is a really good uh, turning of tides for for Marquesa and for Georgina and for her partner. And Donna Karen can do whatever she put her foot in her. She put her foot in her mouth, but whatever. She'll come back from it. Jean-Paul Gaultier has done far worse. And he's still, or no, not Jean-Paul Gaultier. Galliano. Galliano's done worse. They've all done worse. Um, and they're all still kicking. So they'll be fine. And she has Anna Wintour on her side. I mean, who better to handle your scandal than, than the dragon lady herself? Like, it doesn't get much, like, from a fashion perspective, it doesn't get it much better than that. Like, the woman legitimized Kim Kardashian. She can legitimize Kim Kardashian. She can, she can float Georgina Chapman for a while. So, luckily, they have, uh, they have that kind of support. Because a man can't bring you through everything. You can only sleep your way to the middle. The rest you gotta do yourself. So thanks for joining me here on Public House Media for No-Till Filter Friday. I was really excited about when this story broke after the Met Gala this week because I was like, oh, this is so my jam. Hashtag me too, Met Gala, fashion business in general. Show this, this particular episode, I'm happy that it came around. So if you um, are not joining us for the live show and you're coming in for the podcast you can find the podcast on itunes and iHeartRadio and google play under public house media and if you send if you find yourself over there downloading it um give it likes and stars and comments and reviews and all that good stuff and check out other shows on public house media like choose to rise and coffee with keith and katie and um who else is the new one? There's also a couple of new other shows like Beauties and Head Cannons, all those fun, way lighter shows than mine. All of those people have a lot of fun. So thanks for coming by, and I will see you next week. Who knows what will unfold between this Friday and next? I could have a whole other thing. So happy No Filter Friday, y'all. See you later. <laughs>